Erica Sanzi is the director of Outreach at Parents Defending Education. Had a piece in uh, Newsweek uh, recently arguing about the backlash that's forming, thank goodness, among parents and teachers against critical race theory. Uh, Erica, thanks for talking with us again. I appreciate that. Last time we spent time helping people understand what critical race theory is and that in some cases just by being born in a certain uh, a certain color or a certain neighborhood, you are racist. Uh, what's the advantage? Why are they teaching critical race theory? What's the bottom line here, I guess? Well, I think that part of it is that if you are, if you believe that the role of educators and that the role of education is to produce activists and revolutionaries, then one of the ways you do that is you divide people and you create resentment and you create grievance and you, you know, you, you portray a world in which everybody's social identities put them in the category of either an oppressor or of oppressed. And that appears to be what is happening. And the problem is critical race theory certainly could be a theory discussed with older, mature students by educators qualified to have the discussion and to also share other theories and have a robust discussion. But that isn't what we see happening. What we instead see happening is critical race theory, um, critical gender theory being brought into classrooms and schools and even, you know, state standards um, as an orthodoxy. So it's coming across much more like a dogma where this is how it is and you will, you know, this is the point of view and the only point of view that is acceptable in this building. And if you don't agree with it and you express that disagreement, you are causing harm to others and that and we'll go so far as to call that hate speech. Right. So it's, it's interesting to me that whoever it was that's, you know, pick a building filled with people, school or otherwise, and somebody in that building said, you know what, starting Monday, we are not going to allow this. We're not going to st- stand for uh, two bathrooms, one for men, one for women. That's unacceptable starting Monday and we're going to make a giant stink about that. It is no longer acceptable to be uh, uh, in school uh, a boy or a girl. There must also be many other gender ide- ideologies uh, uh, and the understanding of and the acceptance of all of them starting Monday or you're fired or you're ostracized or you just, you're just you a horrible person if you don't agree with me and my wokeness. Yeah, well, and the problem with what you're describing is that it comes barreling in. It is not well explained in a substantive way. And then when you ask questions, accusations of bigotry immediately come right at you. And so, you know, the average person out there doesn't have probably the energy or the time or the um, inclination to spend their time being called names, terrible names, because they simply have a disagreement or they have questions. Right. Well, you're not allowed so, to question. I mean, That's the part that kills me. If you're trying to understand something, you have a question. The fact that you would ask a question means that you are not instantly willing to accept what I tell you as fact, and that means you're a racist, period. And it's strange, too, because I kind of think asking questions is a sign of respect, right? I, me too. Engage in this 
and I want to understand better. And the other problem, too, is that what has happened, and we'll take the gender issue, for example, right? Okay. Uh, under 1% of people usually have some issue with gender dysphoria. That number seems to be going up a bit, and there's, there's lots of different explanations for that. But the point is, it's a very small percentage. Happens is that schools have increasingly decided that they're going to make that very tiny percentage the default setting for everybody. So it's obviously, if there is a child in a school that has gone through something related to gender dysphoria or transgenderism or whatever it is, then adults in the building will need to do something to address that in that school. And oh, by the way, classmates and students are usually incredibly adaptable and receptive. The problem is that now you've decided because of this exists in very rare cases, you've decided that you're going to compel everyone's child out there to suddenly be compelled to, you know, declare their pronouns. Right. I got a I got That a, is the problem. You're, you're telling me. I had a survey recently from a local organization asking me uh, quite a number of questions. The, the takeaway for me was at the end, they asked me to identify myself 13 different choices in addition to male or female 11 other choices in case you're not just a male or a female 13 choices total man oh man we could talk for a long long time erica anytime you are published someplace i hope your people will let me know so that uh, we can talk again because it is fascinating sadly it's fascinating that we have to talk about it because there are a ton of people thank goodness there's backlash